Do you guys get your taxes done? Yeah, in February. I'm the same. I'm like right out of the gate. I had a tax appointment on like February 4th. I do it every year. I think the people that are right out of the gate are the ones getting a refund. That'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yes. Yeah. yes. I generally here. speaking get my refund and we spend all of the money before tax day even comes. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I usually put it towards shopping. Of course you do. Of course you do. Thank you very much. Presented by Gray Duck Spirits. I'm Paul Fletcher. I'm Eric Perkins. And I'm Ellie Mark. All right. What are we tackling this week? We are tackling... A few different topics, Paul. Yeah, we're all over the place. Most annoying physical ailments. Yes. <laughs> best 80s movie soundtrack. And cringiest wedding traditions. Let's go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, then let's get to ranking. Topic one, brought to you by Sage Media and Marketing. Most annoying <laughs> physical ailment. <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. Head rush. These are the ones that it doesn't have to be major, right? We're talking like the hangnail variety uh, yeah. type of minor physical ailments that are just annoying and gross and just a pain in your butt, basically. Yeah. And pain in your butt could be one, but I mean, I mean, tripping out of the gates would be one that would suck, you <laughs> <What>? know? <laughs> Number three. Mm-hmm. And this could be higher. Actually, I'm going to rank this higher. I'm making a game time audible right now. Okay. Number wow. three. You like Peyton Manning. No, yeah. Number three. <laughs> Broken fingernails. Yep. See, right? It's the snag of it all. It's the having to then try to fix it and get it like uniform. And then you've got one shorter than the other. And if it breaks before the other ones get long, I mean, mm-hmm. you feel me on this one. I feel you okay. on a different level as a female sure who has fake nails. Yeah. I have a broken nail right now, and oh, there's a boy. crack in it, and it's just waiting to snap, but I'm making it stay on because my appointment isn't until next week, but it is a very annoying ailment. Like, it's to the point where like, if it happens to me, I get obsessive about it. It's like yes. all I think about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Until I remedy the problem. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, uh, not for the best of reasons, but I've never really experienced this because I've been a nail biter my entire life. However, oh. look at me, overcoming Look I'm really proud of there you. you he Good has job. a decent length. He yeah. can tap the table with them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good job, Paul. Um, <laughs> number two, eye boogers. <gasps> I love them. I love, love them, though. What are you talking I about? I do. I love them. It's so satisfying to pull that thing out of the corner of your eye. It's yes. awesome. Oh, oh especially on oh. dogs. Have oh, you ever? Oh, my no. gosh. It's so satisfying to oh, clean out their eye boogers. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's gross. Oh, yeah, that's, no. It's, it's I, will, gross. I don't like do anything with them. You right. know, you just take them and then you wipe them on a clean oh, yeah. I, can't, I usually wake up with the crusties in the corners and I just I like taking those out of the corner. It's so great. It's not great. It's yeah. gross. It's nasty that they're there. And it's just I like if I see somebody with one, I just want to say something. Well, well, you should. Then you should. See something, yeah. say something. Be polite. Yeah. Okay. Doing the right thing is not always easy, Perk. Number one most <laughs> annoying physical ailment, canker sore. This one just rose oh, to the top. Man, I yeah. just, I, the amount of pain. And wow. it's like, I know mouth sores are the quickest to heal in the human body. But frankly, if I get a canker sore, I just can't even cope. It supersedes everything. The other ones definitely drive me crazy. But this one is like, I have to stop everything. Canker sores are no joke. Yeah. No, they're not. I had one last week and actually. I'm realizing right now it's gone. So that's exciting. But yeah. it was very bothersome. Why do they happen? Have you had a broken limb? Oh, yeah. Would you rather break a limb or have a canker sore? Right. I mean, that's how close it is. Honestly. And it's just like one little right. thing, but they're so annoying. Yes. 
Yeah. You know how much I love to chirp you yeah. and wind you up. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. That's, All right. Thanks, Paul. That might actually be number one. All right. Appreciate you. Well, I'm going to jump to mine because canker sore is actually my number three. Okay. And I just looked it up because that's what I do for a living. I research and I want to know more, but it just says stress or a minor injury is what causes it. I'm like, hmm. no, there's got to be more and certain foods no, too. It's tied to allergies and definitely food too. Yeah. Especially I know someone, I was at a bachelorette party. Okay. There we go. She loves tequila. So of course she does. Yep. Was this grandma Mary there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to name her just for the sake of her privacy, but she sips on tequila, but then sucks on a lime. And the more intoxicated she becomes, the more limes she has in her mouth. And it got to the point where she had so many canker sores, she was spitting blood the next day. It was awful <laughs> that's a, that's because a, of all the limes that she was Well, then I'm on. dying to hear what two ailments are right. more annoying than that. Right. Okay, well, my number two is hangnails. This comes from my anxiety tick is picking at my fingers. So when I have a hangnail, Mm -hmm. I make myself bleed so bad. If I have a hangnail, I need to put band-aids over it before it becomes anything else. Otherwise, I'm going to pick that thing until it bleeds. And so it's a very annoying ailment, but that's more so for me specifically. I don't get hangnails. I do get them on my pinky toe, though, sometimes. And that's, really? oh my gosh, talk about driving you crazy. Yeah. On your pinky toe? Yeah, on hangnails. I think it's the way I cut them sometimes. It must be, because that's... Very uh, well, nobody's ever taught the thing. Nobody ever teaches you how to cut your nails. No, they don't. You, you just do it on your own. It's human I, instinct, is uh, what it is. Right. And, and so, like, <laughs> part of evolution. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe there's somebody out there. Maybe teaching the classes. world is telling maybe. you that you are failing evolution. Never had a hangnail on my baby toe because I have the world's tiniest nail. It's yeah. almost like it's non-existent. Mine's yeah. like shaped like a triangle. It's really messed up. I think it's from dance. <laughs> okay, and you're not- and my number one. <laughs> are you sure you don't have the devil in you? A little bit? <laughs> I think anybody that's got a pointy baby toe could have some ties to the occult. <laughs> I promise I'm worried I don't. now. As I sit here with a cross tattoo on my <laughs> hand. Um, <laughs> it's upside down. I'm no, kidding. it's not. I'm kidding. I'm oh my kidding. gosh. Kidding. Okay, my number one <laughs> is eye twitches. Because when I get an eye twitch, it lasts for weeks. And there's what? nothing I can do. Weeks? Yes. I mean, it goes on and off, but I, it's just consistent. Does the lid twitch or does the no, eye? No, underneath. Oh. Underneath. Oh, and underneath. So I like, look like okay. I'm a crazy scientist. Yeah. Just like, mm, we are a crazy scientist. Um, Touche. True. Yeah. Uh, Touché. You know, can I call back to one of our previous episodes? Because you know I love You're to the do that. Sure. Yeah. You should drink more water. <laughs> oh, my God. It affects eyelids. It does. No, it but it could be a sign of dehydration. It can be a sign of dehydration, but it can also be a sign of stress. You know, when it happened to me, finals. When I was in college, I always get yeah. them during finals. Stress. And it would last through the study period and finals week and even like a week after. And then finally, when my cortisol levels lowered, went away. Okay. I'll tell you the correct three answers. Um, number one is a stiff neck. Ooh. Because those happen to me all the time. And it's like, you can turn fine this way. But this way, I got to turn my whole body to see what's going on 15 degrees to the left. Yeah, when you wake up and you sleep weird and yeah, the next morning is just like disaster. Or if you're a middle-aged male that doesn't exercise enough, mm. I can stretch or do something the wrong way and go, oh, there's that. That's I great. I wouldn't even consider that. Um, I know we didn't say minor physical ailment as part of this, but I consider that like a major one. Also interesting, 11 to 17 seconds ago, you were rubbing your neck subconsciously. It was funny. Oh, I was. Uh, number two. <laughs> 
is clogged ears. So much of my job is ears, and so I'm yeah. anal yeah. about keeping them clean, yeah. keeping them flushed, because I have earwax, and so I use, I don't know if you guys know about this, but like every two weeks I do a hydrogen peroxide rinse in my Ooh. ears. So I'm hypersensitive to it. And if one of them gets, the other thing too is I got allergies and terrible sinuses. And so basically my head's just a freaking mess, right? And so, yeah, it clogged ears is like if one of them is throws your equilibrium off, it's the worst. It's like an opera singer that that drinks tea with honey or something like that just to keep their voice. You hydrogen peroxide bathe your ears because you're a radio guy. That's interesting. Who would have known? Yeah, Yeah, I've never had to do all that stuff to my voice. It's just always there. I'm lucky. Knock on wood. Uh, the most annoying physical ailment? I thought for sure this would be, at least be on somebody else's list. Okay. Hiccups. Oh, I forgot about hiccups. Hiccups. Because you don't think about them until you have them. And right. then when you have them, and then when it's I have the them, worst. I want to punch myself to try yes. to get rid of them. I freaking hate hiccups. I get the hiccups anytime I eat too much bread. Like too quickly. Or and- maybe when you swallow too much air. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Oh, well, then that just know. means I'm eating too fast. It could be. <laughs> I get excited about bread. It could be. <laughs> yeah, hiccups are, they. you know, like, it, it. a lot of times they can be taken care of. I do the hold your breath and take 10 drinks of water, and that sometimes takes care of it. But when you can't get rid of them, it's the definition of annoying. Right. There's so many old wives' tales as far as cures for hiccups. Frankly, the only one is scaring somebody. Yeah, like, my math teacher in middle school, Mr. Newman, he uh, why do used you remember to, that? I don't know. He used to, if you had hiccups in his class, pull you to the front of the classroom and say, if you can hiccup in 10 seconds, I'll give you $10. And he'd pull it out. That person would have to stand there and try to hiccup. They could never hiccup again. So that's one that works. because Stage they, fright. Yeah, well, yeah. also that idea of like, I'm going to hiccup. I have to hiccup. I really want that $10. Cheap can you imagine it grand. now? Mr. Newman is probably saying, all right, if you can come up here and hiccup within uh, 10 seconds, I will Venmo you $30. Yeah, right. Like a dollar means nothing. Thank you very much. Topic two, brought to you by the Hen and the Hawk. Best 80s movie soundtracks. Please not pretty in pink. All right, here we go. Now we're going to actually get into an important topic. You guys ready for this? Yeah, so ready. This is a good one. It is a lot of research for this one. I could have saved you the research and just told you my three. Okay. Number three, this was a lifestyle in the 80s. Yeah. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, for sure. Yep. You know, besides the Simple Minds song, I can't even name another song, but it defined a time. Like that soundtrack was just... It's so cool. You can just sit and listen to it from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Yeah, I think you're right. The, the harbinger, if that's a word, it is, is is that song. I mean, it was just like, don't you forget about me. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's, it is such an anthem of the it's 80s. It's iconic. And, yeah. and, and maybe the biggest movie anthem of the 80s to the point where it one song, I'm going to allow this because we're talking best soundtracks. I think the catalog should be deep. But I think that one is so memorable and mm-hmm. so important that, yes, I will totally allow that in these rankings. Wow, thanks for allowing it. Yeah, when did he become like Yeah, I didn't know you were the judge. (laughs) Judge Perkins residing? Good Lord. Rude. I didn't know I had to approve my... Do I need to start sending you my rankings (laughs) ahead of time? Number two, I feel like is a super underrated soundtrack. The movie was kind of big. It wasn't that big. And the soundtrack was all old music. And so it wasn't really a thing, I don't think. But the Good Morning Vietnam soundtrack, they used so much of the soundtrack in the actual movie that when you went back and listened to the soundtrack, you were recalling scenes. I've and never seen that movie. That it's Robin Williams is fantastic. Uh, it's 
equal parts dramatic and just, you know, and just that, ridiculous Robin Williams. I humor. just love Robin Williams. So yeah. I'm adding that to my list of all the things I need to watch, still including Back to the Future. You should do Back to the Future. Uh, you, need a, you have a whole host of things yeah. you need to do. I mean, it's one of those things where if you don't Jeez. watch Back to, you're going, you know what? You're going to be on a flight. Get Back to the Future and download the damn thing. Okay, I'll do it. Good morning, Vietnam. Yes, watch it sometimes. It's a charming, fun, sweet, thought-provoking flick. But Back to the Future is sort of like, you know, you should probably be exiled from America if you don't watch it oh, soon. Okay, wow, that was dramatic. Number one, Top Gun. Oh, I, I thought about this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's Harold Faltemeyer with the theme. You got Kenny Loggins doing the Danger Zone song, which still plays great. Take my breath away. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, you're ruining it Just the most... Well, yeah, but it's because I don't want to picture that scene. It's just, it's weird to me. We actually watched Top Gun a couple weeks ago, and even my overtly, over-the-top, absurdly romantic wife was just like, this love scene is so ridiculous and cheesy. It's just like, <laughs> just even little... it was too cheesy for her. Yeah. And she loves that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. She didn't like that, but I guarantee you she liked the volleyball match oh. on the beach. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I like the volleyball scene. I mean, it's like, what could have been? <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. All right. My number three is actually the same as yours. Breakfast Club. I put it as my number three because it's so iconic in that you know exactly what movie it is when you hear the music. And I'll add something because I had it as my number three, too. It isn't the strongest, like Perk kind of said. Right. It isn't the strongest from beginning to end. There are some great songs in there. I can't name any of them, though. Exactly. But it's that one is just so iconic. Yes. And I mean, the different scenes with the music, too. It, I just remember enjoying it, watching mm-hmm. John it. John Bender like, raising his fist, bottom mm-hmm. line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. that's all you need. Mm-hmm. All right. So number two, paying tribute to Prince himself, Purple Rain. Mm. Yeah, for sure. You have to have that on there, being yeah. Minnesotans. It's such a good, I'm offended such a good that. soundtrack. Yeah. You don't have to, though. But, but you, do. you do. You actually do. No. Yeah. yeah, you actually do. I didn't have it on my list. I know you didn't, and that was an omission of, of, of major faults. Yeah, I'm, I'm very Minnesotan, thank you. Uh, I don't know yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number one, Dirty Dancing. I love the music in this film. Not only is it iconic, like Breakfast Club, but... Nothing hits your emotions quite like a Patrick Swayze ballad. Yeah. Right. I tried to say it with a straight face. Yeah. I couldn't. Great. No one puts baby in a corner. You're in the corner right now. I am in the corner right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My number three best 80s movie soundtrack. I'm going with Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, yeah. Solid. This this was one I just loved. Obviously, Axel F. Exactly. But, you know, this this had a this had a bunch of others. Patti LaBelle had a couple on this one, one called Stirred Up, one called New Attitude. A Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters was on the soundtrack. The Heat is On by Glenn Fry was a yeah. huge part of this yeah. movie. I don't hate and that. Number two, I'm with Ellie. It's Purple Rain. Uh, just from top to bottom, every yeah. song, including all the time songs, too, that yes. were in that movie. Fine. And you guys I, are so passionate about it, yet neither of you put it number one. Just saying. Well, I mean, number two is a pretty lofty spot, bro. Gosh. Well, I mean, you just talk with, think about you it. just talk but, about such reverence. I mean, like, well, I just said it needed to be on your list. It wasn't that it needed to be number one. Yeah, I wasn't fine. even in Minnesota in 1984, and I was like, this is it. I'm you proud know, of you. I, yeah. What's your number one? My number one with a bullet. Because oh, God. <laughs> I need to start having Grey Duck in here. And taking shots every time you guys say with a bullet, and I'm going to be passed out and won't be able to drive. The home. thing, it, well, the thing is, is if I did 
gray duck shots every time you said some word that doesn't exist i'd be too drunk to actually record the podcast correctly get out of here Footloose. I mean, do we oh, even yeah. need to like, go any further? Nope, than you just footloose? need to say it. I mean, okay. Top Gun, but you know, outside of that. Um, that or Dirty Dancing, but the dancing theme. No. I would have put Footloose in the top three, even with just Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. But oh, then, yeah. then you God, add, let's hear it for the boy. Then you mm. add yeah. Footloose, the title yeah, track, yeah, yeah. and yeah. several others. I mean, there's just a Dancing in the Sheets was on this and so many more. Kenny Loggins had another one called Heaven Help Us. And Kenny Loggins. Loggins is the 80s soundtrack king. Yes, yes, without question. That guy made a career. Dare I say, <laughs> with a bullet. Yes, from Caddyshack to, to Danger Zone and you go, go on and on. Yeah, and on. yeah. So for yeah, sure. for sure. Those are the top three, definitively. I like mine better. You guys are both wrong. Thank you very much. Top big three, brought to you by Grey Duck Spirits. Cringiest wedding traditions. Yeah. Like saying I do. Before we jump into topic three, it's time for the rank bag. This I love is, the rank bag. I do too. This is where you guys submit via social media on all platforms. We are at Rank You Pod, and we've been getting some great responses. And- also, I'd like to just thank Ellie for continuing to use the Febreze on the rank bag so it doesn't start to stink. Yeah. yeah I got you guys. It's important. Nice. It just gets a, it's like a musky sack. I mean, it's a rank Ew. bag. So, yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Can we just start talking yeah, about Yeah, for it? sure. This one goes back to an episode that we did recently on best bar foods and Razor Roscoe says, how could you not include chicken tenders? Any of you? Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, question mark. That's not exclusively a bar food. Right. That's but, fair. But, I mean, Roscoe, but you can get a lot of the things. That's even your real name. We, we can get a lot of the things that we rank in regular no, restaurants, I guess yeah, too. That, that, I mean, yeah. I just think the chicken tender is they're a fine. staple to a lot of people. Yeah. That's- I got a lot of <laughs> passionate messages about our Taylor Swift rankings. But the best one was, in all caps, from Alexis Burnett. How is style the best song she has ever written? Question mark, question mark. Like, don't get me wrong, style is good, but, all caps again, the best, question mark, exclamation point. Nobody put it number one. Nobody you, put it number one. But you said it was one of the best songs ever written. We style, one lyrically. Yeah. I had it number two, yeah. I said it's one of her best ever, yes. And I stand by it. And she disagrees with you. Okay, well, Alexis. Her, but her number one is all too well, the 10-minute version. <sighs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Oh, wow. my God. Is Alexis basic. <laughs> wow. These are Alexis. our listeners, dude. You we can't... need to be kind. She is a faithful I'm telling fan. the truth. You, the way you defined basic to me in a previous episode was that, well, yeah, we like if you asked every male ever, they would say Buffalo <laughs> Wings. If you asked every Taylor Swift fan ever, what's the best Taylor song? Oh, it's the 10-minute version of All Too Well. I'm sorry, Alexis. I'm sorry, I am, t- I I am too, Alexis. I Alexis. don't even know you, but like, I'm sorry, She's Alexis. A good I love you, and I appreciate your ears. I'm just there we go. calling it. I'm just calling it like I see it. I'm not going to not be truthful. You know, I think her and I can agree that we are basic beings, and we will accept this because that's just well. How I'm we apparently do it. basic too, so it's all good. We can join a club. Anyways, my topic. This is incredibly relevant as we head into wedding season. It kind of is, isn't it? Yes. I planned this accordingly. The cringiest wedding traditions. And I know there are people out there who are listening to this, rolling their eyes. And if you are planning a wedding right now, like my sister, and you throw some of these into your wedding plans, I am going to not be her maid of honor. I'm lying. I will. Humble brag. Yeah, I know, right? I'm going to be the maid of honor. I got a sweatshirt. Number three. I hate 
unity ceremonies where they like pour the sand on top of the sand or tie the knots together in the ceremony and then music is playing and all of the guests have to sit there awkwardly watching this. I just find them incredibly cheesy. I can't help but laugh. It's more cheesy than it is cringy, but it had to make my Do list. you include the lighting of the candles in there? Yes. Wow. That's a unity ceremony. Okay. Wow, I think that one's sweet. It just makes me uncomfortable. Okay, so it's like what, the candles are having sex, or what's the problem? No, it's just that it wastes time. It's symbolism. I don't like symbolism. My candle and my candle are becoming one. I don't like symbolism. Just tell me how it is. I've never seen the sand one. I'm intrigued. I just told Alexis how it is, and you went off on me. I appreciate that more than symbolism. (laughs) Number two is the choreographed first dance where the bride and the groom start slow dancing and then they break out into song and then they're dancing and i'm going to tell you right now the groom never looks happy he is just sweating he is just stressed out it's because he's focused yeah (laughs) because he's not as natural at it exactly and so it's cringy like don't put someone through that that doesn't want to dance it's supposed to be the best night of your life yeah you're supposed to just be able to relax and enjoy like hey we're husband and wife and we're enjoying our first dance together and you're making it uncomfortable for everyone involved yeah enjoy that because after that it's all downhill Jeez. I'm kidding. This is great for me. I'm joking. I'm joking. It number only gets one, better. This is when I would pull out the, with a bullet, number one. Am I using it right? The garter grab and toss. <laughs> the teeth garter grab in front of everyone. Your grandma is watching a man go up your dress and come out with something in his mouth. <sighs> I mean, that's your man now, but still, yeah. Still, you have people watching something that should only be happening in a bedroom. Right. Behind closed doors. If Grandma Mary disapproves, that's a it bad is. first strike. And now... Only in a bedroom or a city bus. <laughs> Good call, Paul. <laughs> You're Who's welcome. next? I'll go next. Number three, I always get a little bit like, oh my gosh. It's the smashing the cake in the face oh. when you take a bite. I don't know. Just take a bite. Yeah. Do we have to do the whole smash in the face thing? It, it was cute once. It's so cliche. I'm very to proud. The point. We didn't do that. Okay. Thank okay. you. We just ate Future it. husband, if you are listening to this, which I hope you are. Dear future husband. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to be paying a lot of money for my makeup that day. If you smash cake in my face the ring is coming off my number two wow cringiest wedding tradition it's sweet it's tender it's oftentimes really poignant i understand why it's in there but i always get really nervous and really cringy when a best man gives a speech or a toast and to me they more often than not veer to a point where i'm uncomfortable and i just feel bad because usually it's not somebody that's really well versed on speaking or being a great orator i always get cringed out when Best man gives or a they go super long, super I've been long, super lately. inappropriate, whatever yeah. it is. We and don't need to hear frat stories from the time you guys went to Mexico when you were in 23. Fact, I don't want to hear those stories. No, right. nobody does. Right. Nobody and does. my number one cringiest wedding but tradition. Doug thinks it's funny. <laughs> is matching the number of groomsmen to bridesmaids. Never understood this. I know that we have to walk down the aisle but together. It's cringiest? Oh my gosh, totally cringy. It's just so uncomfortable and it's so forced and I I don't get it. For the record, the next time a friend of Perks gets married, he wants to walk down the aisle by himself. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm starting to sense a pattern on this show with you. (laughs) 
work like nails number three, nails number two, and, and then, then number, number one, one is like, what are you talking about? I I agree with this. Much. I'm always like, I always get excited because your three and two are so strong, and then your number one rolls around, and it's like, Cringiest? why do we have to match them? Why can't the bride, if she wants to have eight, and I want to have three, why can't that be a thing? I, I don't have say- eight. I don't want eight. Why does it have to match up? In a previous relationship where weddings were discussed, I think I just want my two sisters. I have a a lot of friends that I don't know who I'd pick. And this individual was like, I think I'd have nine groomsmen. So I appreciate this conversation. I just don't think it's cringy. Yeah, I don't either. Your point's not invalid. Right. It's just not cringy. Yeah. He's pouting. I'm not pouting. Whatever. Just what's yours? Number three, the dollar dance. Oh. So we're going to be forced to dance with people, maybe some aunts and uncles that we'd see once every 16 years. And then we have somebody begging for money while we do it. Don't get me wrong. The collection was nice. Yeah. Wait, you did it? Our take from the, yeah. But uh, looking back, it's just, it's cringy. I haven't seen a dollar dance in a while. It's definitely fading out for good reason. So I appreciate that. I will say at the same time, I'm not one of those who cares about all of your traditions. Like we're going to do what we want to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So even if it wasn't popular and we wanted to do the dollar dance, we would do the dollar dance. Yeah. That's just how I operate. That said, I think the dollar dance is cringy. Yep. I agree. Number two. Close to your first dance bit, mm-hmm. the choreographed entry into, <laughs> you know, like I think of the scene from The Office. and that's I was just, just going to say that. That's just a parody, sarcastic take, but it happens. You saw it on YouTube. The Chris Brown song? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the whole idea of like 10 or 12 people all working together to enter a certain way. It's just like one or two people are inevitably going to get it all wrong. And meanwhile, everybody's just kind of going, what are you doing? <laughs> They're cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Number one. Why do we have to have the same number of groomsmen to... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So kidding. But... Watching Bert's reaction to that was... April Fool's a few weeks late. Wow. Okay. But but my number one answer is the same as somebody's. Okay. The garter. Yay! It's disgusting. It's so gross. It's like... Does the person that catches the garter, do they keep the garter? I think if I remember correctly, my brother wore it as a headband. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> you're, uh, oh, Shelly, your brother. Settle, settle down with no, the that's dry I, heave. I, I, I hate you for putting me through that thought. Rank You Very Much is presented by Grey Duck Spirits. Don't you try to say otherwise. Thank you very much. Original theme created by Walk Off the Earth. Interact with the show on social media at Rank You Pod. Thank you, thank you, thank you, comma, thank you. Thank you very much.